Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. What is 2020? It's my breakout year, and what are we going to do? We're going to break through and break out. You know what? We can say, it's my breakout year. Yeah, and all the hype. But you know what? It takes action to break through. It takes action to break through and to break out. So it's our breakout year every day. If I feel like it, it's my breakout year. If I don't feel like it, it's my breakout year. So if I feel like it or not, it is my breakout year. And this year, we're going to break out. We're going to break through, right? Are you guys excited about that? Are you guys already over it? No, we ain't like the others. We the few. We the chosen, right? We excited about it. We're expecting that it's now. We don't have to wait. We're expecting breakout and breakthrough right now. Right now. And we're also taking responsibility, that big R word, responsibility for where we're at. It's time to take responsibility for where we are right now with our finances, where we are right now in our relationships, where we are right now. Where are we right now in our maturity? Where are we right now? It's time to take responsibility. We show up to grow up here at Love Life, right? We didn't come to heat the seat. It's too hot. We don't need no seat heaters. We need people who want to show up to grow up, having maximum development in every area of their life, right? So we're going to take responsibility, and we're also going to get accountability. We need accountability for where we want to be. And I love having accountability partners. That's a lie. I don't like it. Mm -mm. That's a lie. I said a lie right there. I don't like accountability partners, but I love accountability partners. But I need encouraging accountability partners. I'm totally words of affirmation. I love encouragement. I hate criticism. We need accountability partners that say, you got this. You need accountability partners that say, you know what? It's about your health. It's about your future. It's about your success. It's about you getting out of debt. It's about you conquering this relationship. It's about you overcoming this habit. It's about you overcoming this addiction. It's about you serving. It's about you multiplying, right? You need an encouraging partner that says, when you fall, get back up. And when you fall, we get back up. And when we fall, we get back up. Why? Yes, because we are human beings. And we fail and we fall. And you know what? We already know it. So we need encouraging people that lift us up. Encouraging people that say, God's got a plan for you. God's got a purpose for you. When? When you're doing good? No, when you're failing. When you're at your worst. You need somebody to still believe in you. You need somebody to still encourage you. And you need somebody to remind you of who you truly are that you're a child of God, that God has so much more for you than just this moment. And God, he already sent a savior. His name is Jesus. He already went to the cross. So you don't need to carry yours. He already conquered it. So you need to be an encouraging accountability partner in case you were looking for one, just saying. If I feel like it or not, I choose, we choose every single day to believe that this is our breakout year, right? We're going to speak if I feel like it or not. This is my breakout year. We're going to apply if we feel like it or not. This 
is my breakout year. And we about to multiply, baby, that this is our breakout year. Yes, here at Love Life Church, it's our breakout year. And what are we going to do? We're going to break through and we're going to break out in every area because our direction, not intention, determines our destination. And we want so much for the future. But where are we headed? Where are we headed with this relationship? Where are we headed? We're like, yeah, this is the year that I'm going to read my Bible. This is the year that I'm going to pray. And we're already on day, what, 29, and you prayed once. Let's be real. Come on. So we talked about our direction, not intention, determines our destination, right? Because it's your direction, it's your actions, right? We can intend to do great things, but until we actually do them, they can be all in our head. We intend to say great things. We intend to tell people that we love them. Oh, I love you. But for some reason, when you get to their face, it's so hard for the words to come out. It's like, love ya. Monica's no, no, I love you. She caught me on that. I'm like, love you, I love you. She's like, no, 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 no. You were teaching us about love. And right, have you ever had that thought? You're like, oh, I just love them so much. And it just stays here. But then when it comes to the words, you're like, you intended to tell them how much you love them. You intended to tell them how much you care about them. You intended and nothing came out. But not us. Right? No, not us. We're getting those words of encouragement out because we know that intentions are good for what? Nothing. Intentions are good for nothing. So we're willing to trade some temporary fun. Are you guys willing to trade some temporary fun? We're going to have to make some trades, okay? Because we want all God's best, right? This is our breakout year. So we're going to have to make some sacrifices. We're going to have to make some trades of some temporary fun, some temporary pleasure, some temporary security, some temporary beauty. Talking about some temporary beauty products. Like you're trying to get rich. You're trying to get out of debt. But somehow, some way, Sephora's got you sucked in. You got so much points there. You're like, they're giving me free stuff. They ain't giving you nothing free. You don't spend a million dollars and they're giving you 10. How is that free? They tricked you. That was for nobody, okay? Don't, don't, husbands, don't be, uh, I see all them faces. I see them elbows. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what? We're gonna, 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 what was that? <laughs> Because we're going to trade some temporary, you don't need another concealer. Like for real. We're going to trade some temporary things because this is our year to get out of debt. We're going to trade some temporary fast food. We're going to meal prep. Why? Because this is our year to get healthy. We're going to trade. We need to know how to apply this in real life. We're talking about breakthrough and breakout in the spirit. Girl, your spirit is strong. Your flesh is weak. Okay, your flesh is the one spending. Your spirit man's like, no, girl, no. Your flesh is like, I'm weak, I'm weak, yes. That's why we need to know what to do. We need help. We all need help in these areas. And maybe you're, you're strong in that area. Maybe you're so strong in your finances. But you know what? Do, are you believing for a breakthrough and breakout in another area? 
right? We all have our own area. We all have weaknesses that we need some encouragement, that we need some direction, that we need some help because we want to get to a great destination. So we're going to make some trades of some comfort. We're going to make some trades of some easy, this is the quick fix, right? Some temporary satisfaction. We're going to make some trades because we know that God has so much more for us because we're going to trade all that temporary for what's ultimately fulfilling, what's ultimately rewarding, what's ultimately satisfying. You know what? I have a love-hate relationship with kale. I love it. I hate it. Because I love it and I feel strong when I'm doing well, right? And then for some reason you eat taco and pizzas and, and all this stuff and you're like, Ugh, kale's so disgusting. But you're like, it's not fulfilling. I'm not a rabbit. I can't eat like that. <laughs> is anybody else with me or is it just me? Is it just me? Come on, yes. And But you know what? When I'm eating healthy, you know how much stronger I feel? You feel so strong. You're like, I can take the world. And you get on the treadmill, like maybe you can do a mile, but like for real, come on, girl. But because you ate some kale, you ate the green juice, you know, I still be grilling steaks. I'm all, I'm all about the meat too, okay? So we're going to trust God. We're going to trust God that what ultimately pleases him, and we're going to trust him that he's the ultimate truth in our life. We're getting rid of the temporary for what is ultimate truth what's ultimately his plan. So he's saying, can you trust me? Can you trust me? Can you trust my truth over your life? Can you trust my word over your life? Can you trust me? Can you trust God with your future? Can you trust God with your marriage? Can you trust God with your relationships? Can you trust God? These are like so cliche questions, but you need to legit ask yourself, can I trust God with my marriage? Can I trust God with my relationships? Can I trust God with my kids? Can I trust God with my future? Can I trust God? What, what is God's plan for me? Can I trust God with my finances? Like, can I trust God with my health? Seriously. When you have some health struggles, I mean, I've been through some crazy things. Doctor's reports are so crazy. And when you get them, you're like, oh, my gosh, you know. And I'm like, can I trust God? Can I trust God that I'm healed? Can I trust God that he's got me? Can I trust God that there's, there's a way around this? And let me tell you. I can trust God that he is the healer, that he's the redeemer, that what the enemy thought would take me out only made me stronger. Because in those dark moments, you know where I ran to? I didn't run from the Father. I ran to the Father because I know that he didn't give me sickness. I didn't know that he didn't give me poverty. I know that he sent Jesus. He sent Jesus so that I would not be sick. He sent Jesus so that I would not be poor. He sent Jesus. So when, that, when the doctor says, can you trust God? The doctor ain't saying that, but that report is saying it. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, devil, you mess with the wrong girl. You mess with the wrong family. You knocked on the wrong house. Oh, heck to the no. You got to go. I love that in, in Sunday service. Were y'all here on Sunday? Just saying, if you weren't here, you better be listening to the podcast. Pastor Dan said, when the devil comes, the enemy comes into your house. 
He comes into your house. He's coming after your health. He's coming after your wealth. He's coming after your kids. He's coming after your future. What do you do? What do you do? He knocks. He comes in your house. He's like, what are you doing here? You're like, I don't know. I just pay the, the, the rent here. No. We say, what are you doing here? This is my house. This is God's house. I'm God's kids. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. That's what we tell him. And I, I was only listening to the audio, and I heard. I could only imagine what Pastor Dan was doing in that service. Clickety click, chick, chick. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody comes up in your house talking about what you do in there. What would you tell them? That's right. You know this Glock right here? It's calling your name, sucker. That's right. If somebody came in your house, somebody comes in your car, somebody comes. That's the enemy. He's coming for your health. He's coming for your wealth. He's coming for your mind. He's coming for your thoughts. He's coming for your security. He's coming for your rest. He's coming for your peace. And what are you saying? What are you telling him? Because that's why we need to know God's word. Because you tell him, no, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. You know, my mind is renewed. You know that I don't walk in fear. I trust God. He's got me. You got to speak the word. And that's what he's like, what do you know? What do you know? You're like, uh, I don't own the place. I just rent here. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> and we run in. Not at love life. We smarter than him. We way smarter. We trust in God. We trust in God. Jesus says, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to me and I will give you rest. He says, follow me and I'll make you a world changer. So we need to come to Jesus, right? Come to Jesus and he'll make us. Follow him. Make a firm decision. This decision is every day. I don't just wake up and feel like, oh, I'm saved. Yes. No, I wake up and I tell myself, I'm saved. Yes. I wake up and tell myself, I'm healed. Yes. I wake up and tell myself, I love others. Yes. I wake up and tell myself, I'm going to have a good attitude today. Yes. I wake up and tell myself, girl, you better get on that treadmill right now. No. Yes. Right now. But I got to tell myself because I don't feel the best every single day. But I don't follow my feelings. Because you know what? My feelings betray me often. They betray me so much. And I have to tell them how I feel. I say, you know what? Listen up. That's what the whole fit for life is. I can't wait to end with it. It's about spirit, soul, and body. And somebody's leading. Is it your spirit, man? And that's what I can't wait to get into that. That's a little bit later. So we need to make a decision. This is every single day. That what are we going to do? We're going to surrender. We're going to surrender to Jesus' direction. We're going to surrender to his plan. And we're going to trust him with our destination. And if you change directions, you will, things will eventually change. We're like, oh, yes. Okay, so if I want to go to Disneyland, if I want to go to Disneyland, okay, I'm not going to drive towards Tucson. That would be crazy, right? But listen, that's what we're like. God has Disneyland for us, and we over here headed to the desert. Talking about how come I can never get to Disneyland? Change directions. 
right? Change directions. It's that simple. And that's what God says. He has a plan for you. He has so much for you. We need to change directions. If you're headed in the wrong direction with a relationship, change directions. If they want to follow you, then that's a great relationship. If not, maybe you have to give that relationship up for a season. For a season until you get strong, until you start learning who you are, and they're like, hey, what's different about you? But let's be real. Most of the time they're like, what, you think you're better than me? Now you think you don't drink, you're better than me? And you're like, yeah, but (laughs) kind of. (laughs) Take a look at my life. (laughs) No, but for real, if we start looking at people's lives, I'm far from perfect. I'm not talking about me, you know. I'm talking about Pastor Dan. He's perfection, okay. But if we start honestly looking at people's lives and people who are trying to put you down, look at the direction they're headed. Why would we care so much about people's opinions and people's feelings when they're not even headed in the same direction as you? They're going against everything against you, everything against the way you want your marriage to look, everything against the way you want your kids to go, everything against the way you want your health to go, everything against the way, like, you know, like, oh, you ain't fun anymore. I'm having way more fun, way more fun on this side. I'm having way more fun with debt-free vacations. I'm having way more fun with real solid relationships. I'm having way more fun with the truth of God's word than the fake, the fakeness, right? Everything that the enemy has to offer is only a counterfeit. God has peace. God has joy. The enemy, God has prosperity. The enemy, he's got debt. He's got alcohol. He's got drugs. God's got healing. He's got health. He's got wealth. It's all opposites. But when you recognize, oh, that's the counterfeit, God's the real deal. Somebody tried to give you some Mickey Mouse money for your birthday. You're like, um, thanks. Like if you were like Olivia or if you're a Lily and you're like five and you're like, what? But if you're me, I'm like, what is that? (laughs) That's not, that's Mickey Mouse money, right? It's a counterfeit. When we start recognizing that what the enemy has to offer is only a counterfeit. So when the people try to drag you down, you can know it's only a counterfeit. You have the truth. You have the way. You have the life. Why? Because you have Jesus. So it's only when you fall for the tricks. Remember what we were talking about, that lurking lady last week. You be the fool. And we'd be looking at you out of our lattice like, oh, don't go down her way. What are you doing in the middle of the night? You should be asleep. Talking about I'm hungry because I'm waiting till midnight to eat from the fast. And you had no business going around that taco corner. <laughs> That's a joke if you were here last week. I could not and would not be where I am today if I did not change the directions of my life and follow Jesus. All of us, every single one of us in this building, we could not be where we are today if we had not changed the direction of our life. And what followed Jesus. And we followed somebody who was following Jesus. And that moment, our life started to change. Not immediately, but eventually, along the way. Because you know what? Sometimes things take time. Right? We eat one salad and we want to be skinny. How many of you guys know it doesn't work that way? But you can eat one taco, but all of a sudden you gain like five pounds. How does that work? It's always wrong on the evil side. But things eventually change. You get stronger. Your endurance builds up. You go further. You're stronger. So it takes time. Change takes time. 
right? That, it, it's so awesome, though, because once you start following Jesus, I'm like, I think it's fake when people are like, once you receive Jesus, your life will be changed. And you walk outside and you're like, I don't feel anything. Because that's not true. It's once you receive Jesus, everything on the inside has changed forever. Forever your eternity has changed. But everything on the outside is a time. It's a process. It's a journey. Because let me tell you, if we received Jesus and all of us were like buff, ripped, skinny, mini, the whole world would be saved. I received Jesus, whoom. Oh my gosh, I received Jesus, whoom. What is everybody that goes to that church, they're ripped. They receive Jesus, whoom. It would be immediate salvation all over the world. We'd be like, yes. But how many know it doesn't work that way? You're a little chunky monkey when you receive Jesus. You walk out the door, a little chunky monkey. <laughs> that takes the gym. <laughs> Putting down the taco. I love tacos, okay? Yeah. It's all right. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The world is lost and they're looking for a way. They're trying to find themselves. They're trying to find a way. And Jesus is saying, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. That we need to start busting around. I am the way, the way, the way, the way. I am the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. I am the life, the life, the life, the life. Hey. He's the way. He's the truth. And he's the life. And the moment I came to Love Life Church, I had been to other churches, but when I came here and I heard the truth, I heard that Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the ultimate truth. And Jesus came to give you an abundant life. I was like, let's go. And I would never trade anything. I wouldn't trade anything. Nothing the world could ever offer me is worth what I found in the house of God. I found who I really was. And in a season, I work here. I'm staff here. I've been staff here for many years. And I volunteer here. I'm always here. For the most part, you know why they hired me? Because they couldn't get rid of me. That's why. I was always here. And um, a businessman that was here, and he has this, just a business in different states and all kinds of things. And he's like, I would love for you to work for me. He's like, seriously, I would love for you to work for me. He's like, do, can you do this personality challenge or whatever? And, like, I did it or whatever just to just do it. I think it's cool to learn about yourself and how you, you think and your strengths, your weaknesses, right, how to develop. So he's like, I would love for you to work for me. He's like, I could pay you way more than the church, guaranteed. I'm like, no, you couldn't. And he's like, believe me, I could pay you way more than the church. And I'm like, no, you couldn't. And he's like, tell me why. I said, because you can't buy loyalty. You cannot buy loyalty. And what happened to my life here at Love Life Church transformed my whole life. And you could never buy a loyal heart. And what am I loyal to? To the house of God. What am I loyal to? To the call of God. What am I loyal to? To a generation of God. What am I loyal to? So you can't buy loyalty. And he's like, whatever, you win. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I can't afford loyalty. Yeah, I can't. I just thought that was so cool. I don't know why I shared that. Because it changed the direction of my life. I found purpose. And it's going to change the direction of your life if you choose it. We are love life. We are love life. Love life is not a building. Love life is not a person. Love life is we. 
It's us. We are love life. We are the light of the world. We don't just hear the word. What? We do the word. We don't just see vision. What? We do vision. We change in the world because we are love life. And we're committed this year. What are we committed to? To winning three people. We're committed to winning three people, to win them, to care for them, to connect them, to coach them. Why? Because you needed somebody to care for you. You need somebody to coach you. You need somebody to get you connected. And we need to do that for this world. And when we make our lives about others, God takes care of you. He takes care of your dreams. He takes care of your future. And I have a, a question for parents. How many of you, how do you feel when your older kid takes care of your little kid? When your older kid, you know, when they're not fighting, when they're not beating each other up, when they're not blaming each other for everything, so-and-so hit me. And that one's smaller, you know, like, what, really? <laughs> Mom! <laughs> but when they, when they look out for each other, when the older one's taking care of the younger one, watching out for them, saying, Mom said this, Dad said this, this is how we do it in this family, and you're taking care of each other, you're like, that's my son, that's my daughter, that's my girl. Yeah, taking care of the family. She's taking care of family business. That is God. We're the big kids taking care of the little kids, and there's a whole bunch of lost kids that need adopted in the family. They need adopted. They need somebody to say, I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've been through, but you belong in our family. You belong in our house. You're always welcome home here. Doesn't matter if you save, you unsave, you lost, you found. You have a home here at Love Life Church. So we're agreeing for your three. You have a whole year. You cannot tell me you do not pass three people. Somebody cuts your hair. You talk to somebody at the store. Three people you're going to care for. You're going to coach. You're going to connect. That's what we're doing here. And we're agreeing. Because Jesus says, come to me. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Follow, you, follow me and I'll make you a world changer. Like, I'm a world changer. Yeah, we're going to see a see. We're going to see a see. How about three? Like, come on, let's get real. Like, how about three? We're going to see a sea of young people. Visions will be, uh, will be, they'll come to pass. But we're going to believe for the three. It starts with three. It's like the whole thing, like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Okay, how about we start with five? Or like, I'm going to eat salads and I'm going to eat great. Like, let's eat great once a week. I feel like when it's God, it's so easy. When it's me by myself, I'm like, eh. Who cares about me? But when it's the whole church, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got to do this right. Yeah, you're at Sprouts. And some, whenever we're fasting, we always see each other at Sprouts. But if we're not fasting, you know, we see each other at Chick-fil-A. We see each other at Walmart. But somehow when we fasting, we're all at Sprouts at Whole Foods. Like, hey, love life, represent, represent, yeah. Yeah, you see I got veggies in the cart. Mm -hmm. I got this pack of Storizo. Because, girl, you know I'm hungry. So true, though. It's so true. So we're believing for the three. And we will see a see, no doubt. Matthew 9, 37. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the labors are few. The labors are what? The labors are few. How many mamas who've been in labor? Ah! That's a few right there. 
We think labor is like, oh, it's going to be so great. How many? Labor is hard. <laughs> labor is work. But the reward is the best thing ever. What are you giving birth to? Life. New life. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest. We're to love life. We're the laborers. We're the few. We're the doers. We're the movers. We're the shakers. We're chosen for this generation. You weren't born a long time ago. You weren't born in Jesus' time. Thank God because we got AC. We got sandals. We got shoes. We got stores. We got pedicures. Jesus was washing those disciples' feet. Who knows what they look like? Oh, man. Every time I, I'm like, I'll never, I'll never. That, can you imagine? I don't even like my own feet. Why would I wash somebody else's? Especially with no shoes. Imagine the calluses and the crusty. They didn't even have toenail clippers. They were like, Rah! And Jesus is God. Came to earth and washing their feet. Why? Why was he doing that? He was doing it as an example. He was doing it as an example to serve each other. He was reminding them because they were going to be, they're about to be famous. He was reminding them. He was reminding, what did, we, what did I come here to do? To serve. I came here to serve. And you about to serve. We about to serve. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. This is the Passion Translation. So now, beloved ones, stand firm and secure. We need to be firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. Not false confidence. Unshakable confidence. We know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord. Because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive with fruit that endures. Our connection, our union with Jesus, he makes us excel. He makes us produce lasting fruit. What's lasting fruit? Can you imagine changing somebody's eternity forever? Forever. They were on a highway to hell and now they're going to heaven. That's forever. Nothing is more greater than that. I don't care what you got going on. Leading somebody to Jesus is the best thing Ever, forever, seriously, we are the laborers, and we need to know that our labor is not in vain. Maybe you just planted a seed. Maybe you're inviting somebody. You know what's the worst thing that can happen? Is they reject you. Who cares? Jesus said they rejected me, they're going to reject you. We just don't like rejection. Like somebody unfollows you, you're like, oh, they unfollowed me. You didn't even know them. You never even met them over here crying that they unfollowed you. Who cares? Who cares? Rejection, it doesn't mean anything. Don't take it personal. Why? Because you have unshakable confidence that your labor is not in vain, that what you're doing is unto the Lord. But we need to be strong. And it starts, what, our three, our CNSC starts with our three, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. Let us not grow weary When? When all hell's breaking loose, when everything's wrong, it says, let us not grow weary while doing good. Why does it say let us not? Because we can. We can grow weary. So let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. If we don't lose heart, God is after your heart, but so is the enemy. So guard it, protect it, watch over it. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are in the household of faith. We need to do what? Good to all. 
We need to do good to all. We need to do good to all. That is so hard. (laughs) But we need to do it. We need to do good to all. It says, as we have opportunity. And you know what? We have a great opportunity with this fit for life. We have this opportunity. And I'm not trying to sell it. But if you're believing for breakout, if you're believing for breakthrough, then you're going to need to do something different. You're going to need to make some changes. And we have the opportunity to transform ourselves. How many of us want to be transformed? But we don't know how. Well, here's the how. How many of you are like, oh, man, I wish I could. I want to read my Bible so bad, but I wish I could read my Bible with Pastor Dan. Here's your moment. He literally wrote this. He says, read these scriptures. Then he talks about them with you. I mean, it's like get out your coffee, get out your green juice, get out your protein, get out your eggs, whatever you're going to do in the morning. Sit down, and Pastor Dan's right there with you. He's sitting there with you. He's encouraging you. Why? Right here in these words. Right here in these letters. Right here in this book. So you go through it. There's so much. It's just this first part of my gee, many. Pastor Dan could just drop the mic every second. We are spirit beings. We have a soul and we live in the body. The Fit for Life program is designed to help us have healthy impact in all three areas. You are a spirit being. You, like, if you could just get a hold of that, that you are a spirit being. Your spirit is alive. Your spirit is one with God. Let your spirit man lead the way. You have a soul and you live in a body. Okay, I want to just, like, read the whole thing to you guys right now. Let's go. Come on. Sit down. Here we go. Daily confessions, the 21-day no junk food challenge. No junk food, that's it. That's it. You know you want to not eat junk food. Here's your opportunity not to eat junk food. Helpful hints, prepare, plan, purpose. I wanted to read all this, but I'm not going to, and I don't have time. And then he gives 21 helpful helpful hints. Replace negative thoughts with God's word. Like there's so, this is like gold. This is so good. And then it starts with day one. So you read, you're sitting down, you're reading with Pastor Dan. He's talking to you about the scriptures you just read. And then you pray. You're like, I don't know what to pray. There's a prayer right there in there for you. Right there. You're like, this is the year I'm going to break out of my prayer. Father God, Father God, Father God. <laughs> Father God, Father God, Father God. You know, like you don't even know what you're saying. You're like falafel or like a waffle. You think you're talking in tongues and you're drooling. Like, this is my breakout year. Wow, right there. He wrote out a prayer. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes we need help starting. And this helps us start. And then you can like, and then we're going to work out for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. If you're a family, go on a walk. No, like for real. You're like, yeah, I'm going to work out. I'm going to hit the, the weights. And, you know, like maybe we should just walk. Like let's, let's, just, let's go for a walk. Like for real, okay. And then, and then build up upon that. And then it has some helpful hints. Some helpful health hints, which is great. Drink your water is the first one or that second one. I encourage you guys, get this book. We're coming together. We're doing this together. We're in this together. We're stronger together. We need each other. Encourage each other. Like, hey, did you get your book? Hey, how you doing? Hey, did you fall off? Get back on. It's all right. You ate some chocolate. Somebody's like, I heard chocolate was good. I'm like, yeah, it's really good with no sugar and no milk. Then it's nasty. (laughs) But that's when it's healthy, okay? Did you guys receive something tonight? 
I'm believing for breakthrough and breakout, amen, in every single one of our lives. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.